Welcome to the Quick Mix Podcast. This is a podcast about cooking and baking competitive shows. I'm Q. And I'm M. On your marks. Get set. Podcast! Hey, everybody, this is Q. And I'm M. And welcome to our coverage of the semi-final. Four bakers. <laughs> Gotta be three. <laughs> what does semi-final mean? Almost the final? Um, It's like half a final. Oh. Like a semi-circle. Oh. Or a semi-charm yeah. kind of life. Yeah, yeah, it's all a tribute to, um, what's that band? I saw them live, I'm forgetting their name. Third, Third Eye Blind. Blind? Okay. I always get that confused with, right? th- three, second eye blind. <laughs> with three hour blinds. The place that does your blinds in three hours. There's a place that does your blinds in three hours? I think so, aren't they called three hour blinds? That's really fast. It is, yeah. Hmm. Anyway, not anyway. sponsored by them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The semi-final. What do you What do you think of the semi-final group? Well, I haven't recovered from. <laughs> yeah, I the, know the loss of Lottie. And then Mark, so, aka Hamish. Hey, Mark, my next pick, Mark. <laughs> so yeah. I'm not doing well here. I'm not yeah. doing well here. But you have you have someone in the race still, Peter. My boy. Yeah. Yes. So I think I, I think his story is developing. Oh, you mean where so, yeah. he's gonna kill Paul at the end? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, um I mean there's there's some uh punching Paul's face uh analogies in this. Yeah. It was Laura? Was it Laura? It was Laura, yeah. Mm, yeah. I mean that... Paul's always said that she can decorate well enough, so well deserved. <laughs> I don't know. That was a question. Semi final. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Um, patisserie week. Yeah. Apparently, the smaller the better. Right. Um, <laughs> I like patisserie sometimes in lingerie. How do, you, how do you do the song? Yeah, that was excellent. Yeah, we got a little ditty from Ooh. Noel. Oh yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah. Do you, Do you think smaller baked goods are better? I thought about you the instant I heard them say that, and I was like, mm, because you are not about portion control. No, I'm all about big. Right. You know, like <laughs> yeah. that movie uh, with Tom Hanks in the '80s. Right. Big. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, I like big things. Yeah. I like my cakes big. My French patisserie is big. Um, mm. I like my nachos al grande. Is there a size bigger than al grande? I don't know. Where are you buying your nachos from? <laughs> um, that's a good point. <laughs> uh, two more episodes. I'm so sad to see the show end and the season end. Wait, there's two more? Or one more after this. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't want you to get disappointed after the final, and you thought one more episode was coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's where they take one Baker from from the past, and that's a battle the winner. Is <laughs> a wild card. They should yeah. have a wild card, right? Do you mean like what if the winner of this season had to battle like the winner from last season, and then that keeps happening every season? Uh, we, mm, I mean, the winner of last season was pretty good. Do they ever have an an all star? I know they have celebrity, but they never have like all stars, right? No, the closest they have is to that holiday um, edition where they bring back two biggers from like each season, and they just battle it out in one episode. Wow. Well, there. Yeah, that's where we saw that famous wine cake. Right. Why? <laughs> yeah. Infam- infamous. Infamous. Yeah. So after next season. They would have enough people where all of the the champions could battle because they'll have twelve champions, right? Yeah, no, you're right. Oh, that would be a good season. I want to see who wins. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, but this week, um, the intro. Yeah, we learn that Peter is looking forward to this week because he likes perfection and precision and his name is peter so that's alliteration yep um laura is dreading this week because she says she's more of a home baker and ermine says this is her week this is this is her uh, everyone thinks she's gonna do well this week um this is the one she anticipated the most and yeah they make a joke about prue being a live-in butler or the loser of this week. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, whoever loses the week is Prue's Livin Butler. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um yeah. I wouldn't mind hanging out with Prue. Maybe not as a butler, but I don't know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it pays well, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. They didn't say it was unpaid. <laughs> Do you is every time I can't remember now, but is every semi final patisserie week or do they I think it that? is. Yeah, it is. I think it oh, is. Okay. Yeah, okay. they're all about those entremets and like they should know to practice for this week, right? That's what I was thinking. Yeah, that's why I asked. <sighs> Ooh. Ooh, what is that? I just <laughs> felt like a a chill. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it's me, the Curse of Star Baker. I'm back from vacation. Okay, Curse of Star Baker is showing me some uh, selfies that he took on the beach. Oh um, yeah, he's holding a big uh, giant hat in one of them, and then a, a pineapple. Ooh, <laughs> dough. <laughs> dough. Okay. What? Okay. What? Apparently, he went to the the dough pine uh, pineapple. Oh, factory. dough. Okay. Yeah, in Hawaii. Oh. Okay. Um. Yeah. I guess he's back from vacation. He has like uh, a tan. Ooh. I've never seen a tan ghost before. <laughs> oh, you got to hang out with some more ghosts. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, my we're all levitating now, but we can still do the show, right? Yeah, let's. Okay. So, um, intro. What else? Okay. Everyone is nervous because it's a semifinal and Dave is more confident. Right. I think that's a storyline that's going to develop. That they introduced this episode is that Dave was bad in the beginning, mm-hmm. and now he's good. That's the storyline, apparently. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> Dave is bad, now he's good. 
<laughs> and Alora is uh, all substance, no style. <laughs> Laura is the comeback queen. Um, I call her a bottom two queen. <laughs> okay. Rough. Let's get into the signature bake. Let's. All right, for the signature challenge, the baker were the bakers were tasked with making twelve pate a savarin. Um, so this contains yeasted enriched dough, which uh, once baked, it's soaked in syrup. Um, and the bakers get two hours and forty-five minutes. Uh, Peru says that. Am I saying this right? Pate a savarin. That sounds right. Okay. Um, Prue says it must be neat, exquisite, elegant, and it's going to be a challenge because they're baking it in a heat wave. And Paul says it's all about the proving. He's looking specifically at the softness and texture of the sponge, and he wants to see a lot of elegant flavor packed in these pate a sabrin. Um, and then we get again that uh, Peter says he's excited, and Laura is stressed out right after they announce it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we get into our first baker, which is Dave. So Dave is making honey, tequila, passion fruit, and mango sovereigns. Mm. Uh, so yeah, um, tequila. Dave has always been a very international guy. We've seen him use flavors from Mexico before. Mm-hmm. And incorporating tequila, I think, is kind of a fun idea. Um, Prue says that he's looking more confident. That's his storyline, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, yeah, he's always interesting with the flavors. And what he does this time is he has a mango and passion fruit curd, honey and cocoa chantilly cream, and then a very cool mango flour on top, Mm. which looks kind of cool. It's like in a little bowl thingy. It looks like one of those, like, mini... um, Mini cakes from like a like a mold, mm-hmm. mini tin cakes. It looks yeah. like a mini tin cake, and you flip it upside down, and it's like swimming in mango and passion fruit curd. So it sounds very delicious, and also has tequila, which is always a good thing with the judges, because we all know that if you get prude drunk, you get extra points. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Matt jokes that Dave uh, modeled the color and darkness of his savarin after. Uh, Paul's tan, which is pretty funny. <laughs> Matt has some good jokes. I'll give him. I'll, Matt, had, Matt had some good jokes this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, uh, he made some nice mango flowers on the top of it. Looked pretty cool. And during judging, the judge said that his uh, sovereigns were very unusual. However, they were sensational and fun. Pierce said the texture was light, just as it should be. Um, she thought initially that there would be too many flavors. However, it works really well. Paul says it's lovely. Um, he didn't. He has. He has to like dig to get the curd on the bottom. Mm. He's like, I would have put that on the inside. However, it's uh, pretty great and the, the all around a very good signature for Dave. I feel like Dave and Matt have a similar storyline. That they're getting better. They yeah. started off terrible. Yeah. <laughs> that's actually pretty good. Yeah. No, you're right. They have the same storyline. Okay. They started off terrible and they're getting better. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, they could have sent Matt home the first episode. <laughs> 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 uh, 
<laughs> Luckily, they did it and they gave it time to improve. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, good stuff. Okay, up next we have Armin, our accountant, and she's making Ooh. something I can't pronounce. <laughs> this is a tough week for pronunciation. It's a creme et apricot baba rum. Ooh, We're having a ah. a baba bake off, right? A lot of people made babas. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I think um, Ermin, Laura, and Peter all made babas, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. They're crazy about those babas. Yep. So straight off, Prue said, "This should be your day." Such Ooh. a classic French thing. <laughs> Curse the <of> star baker. <laughs> So, Ermine's Baba has vanilla creme pat, apricot glaze, Uh pipe chantilly cream, tempered chocolate, and raspberry on top. Mm. Paul says, you've won Star Baker twice. Nobody else has done that. Are you feeling quite confident (laughs) going going into the final? And Noel adds that she's also received a handshake. But mm. Ermine has her feet on the ground. She says she does not want to give her, give her a big head and can't let things like that distract her. So she's focused. Do you think that she should have, like, let that distract her and, like, give her more confidence? I don't know. Yes. Okay. Maybe, huh? Do you think that the judges could be influenced at all if you were to remind them i mean obviously they knew that she had a lot of accolades but is it any is there any benefit to verbally reminding the judges of your accolades um i don't i don't think there is no i don't know like i think they would turn them off right i don't know i mean Sometimes you got to try something different. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, maybe you should have tried. (laughs) But during judging, (laughs) Prue said that they looked very interesting and very elegant and quite modern. Mm. Paul loved the pipework on them. He did say Mm. that there was a little bit of irregularity with the color, but likes the tempered little disc on top. And he quite likes the flavor. And the alcohol in there is just enough to give it a kick. These things were like bathed in liquid (laughs) yeah yeah right literally yeah so the chantilly and creme pat work beautifully and they're nice and creamy and the texture is all good the savron itself although was slightly underproved as the air holes inside were very very tight and they should have Mm -hmm. been a little bit more open so prue said that she found it a little tough and bread-like however she liked the flavor so i say mixed reviews for armin on this one yeah, pretty mixed. Um, I think the other bakers did better. <laughs> mm. okay. do, do you think she, you think she did the worst at this round? Uh, maybe. Like who else did bad? Laura. Yeah. Um, I don't know actually. Let's let's, let's recap this after we do all the signatures. Okay. 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 Uh, speaking of Laura, next we have Laura. <laughs> right. She's making poached pineapple, kiwi, and passion fruit rum babas. Babas, 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 
<laughs> that's what that song is about, right? I it's think, yeah, that's what I thought so. Uh, so it's a Baba battle, which is alliteration. <laughs> <laughs> um, she says she's going to use fresh yeast because it gives it a nice rise. And then Paul goes, really? Is it better? <laughs> Does it give it a rise? And then he makes her all flustered. She's like, I, I, I don't really know. <laughs> but um, her Baba's contain poached pineapple um, chantilly cream. It has like a little, that little straw with the little, uh, like little end of it filled with liquid. Yeah. And in there, it's uh, rum syrup. It's called a pipette. Her pipette is filled with rum syrup. It's like you're giving syrup. it a shot. Yeah. <laughs> it's like how I get my allergy shots, but instead they just uh, put rum and pineapple in there. <laughs> Which they, they should when they give you my allergy shots. You, <laughs> you want a pipette of. Timothy Grass? No. <laughs> please. Please don't. Okay. Uh, listeners, I'm allergic to Timothy Grass. Please don't send us any Timothy Grass. Thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah, she uses pineapple and she engages in the Baba battle. Uh, at one point, she's like, Paul has eyes like a Nightwalker, which is pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. I think she means like a zombie. I think uh, from like big Game of Thrones. Or Walking Dead. I forgot which one used that term. Mm. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, she has some a little bit of trouble during judging. Or right before judging, she's like, ah, I know I'm going to get the usual comments of like, it tastes nice, but it looks a mess. And that's pretty much what happens. <laughs> <laughs> um, Prue says it's pretty colors. And it looks pretty scrumptious. But Paul says it's irregular in sizes, it's irregular in icing, and uh, it's not good consistency. Mm. It's not elegant. Um, when they bite into it, they say it's slightly, the spices slightly overpower everything else. However, the rum, uh, the baba, is really good. Um, and then Paul kind of takes a turn and he's like, yeah, it's pretty good. And uh, he's like, Fru says, I would order that at a restaurant. And then Paul says, I would send it back to the chef. And it was like, ooh. And then Paul goes, so I could meet the chef. And everybody goes, aww. <laughs> Paul had a couple good jokes. Yeah, so Paul did, a, Paul, Paul did that misdirection pretty well. Yeah. Um, kind of mixed because they didn't like the look of it, but they liked the taste of it, which is, uh, I could just say that about every single thing that uh, Laura does. <laughs> In the show, I'm actually reading this the same verbiage from every bake she's done. I'm just reading this over and over. Have you guys caught on? <laughs> right, right. Did you guys caught on? Catch on? I'm just, just reading the same judging over and over. Just copy and paste the show notes from week to week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. From week. This is from week one. <laughs> <laughs> but yep, that's Laura. Okay, up next, Peter, our accounting and finance student. He's making a baba, strawberry and elderflower, but he's doing something different. It's a non-alcoholic baba. Because he's 20 years old, you guys. He can't drink. <laughs> he's also making it rectangular, which is different than everybody else's. Um, I can't explain that one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so his will be soaked in an elderflower syrup and topped with some strawberry creme diplomat and with elderflower, again, lemon creme diplomat and sliced strawberries. Hmm. So a lot of stuffs. He tells us that he's not overcomplicating it today, although wait till we get to the final round. And he's keeping it clean <laughs> and professional. 
Paul says he wants to see the old Peter back and tells Peter, don't make mistakes. Mm-hmm. So when it came down to judging, Paul said that he thought they looked very neat and very uniform. And it looks like they're quite soaked as well, which is always a good thing. Prue said it looks very light, and she didn't think she was going to like the Severn without any booze in it. Mm. But luckily, she had so much booze from the previous tastings that this thing was <laughs> delicious. She was lit. All right. She didn't say that, but she did say it was delicious. <laughs> Paul said it's got such a nice texture. It's very open inside, which is a classic Severn. And all he can say is handshake time. Welcome back to the tent. Good so job, Peter. Your boy Peter that, gets a handshake. And an applause for me. My and boy. Prue finalizes it by saying, and welcome back to the Peter Standard. Guess who's back? <laughs> Peter's back. That's a backhanded compliment, right? Guess who's back? That means that he was not there. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of true, though. He, he, true, he yeah. almost got booted off last week. Yeah, the struggle was yeah. real. Him and Laura. <laughs> was that from your first week show notes also yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i've gotten very lazy and i'm just really reading the judgments from the first week and they still work so great yeah. they made something from mexico or almost got booted off <laughs> peter's really peter's really young yeah still waiting for those tacos dave <laughs> yeah <laughs> yep so those are all the signature picks uh i think Irving did do the worst yeah, maybe after we after we kind of discuss them all, it does seem like she could have yeah. been the bottom there. She lost the Baba battle. Yeah. Yeah. And Dave won the Savarine battle. Because mm. <laughs> he was the only one that made it. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah, that's the signature. Shall we get into the technical? Let's. Okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I'm just freestyling. You go ahead. Oh, okay. So this week, I was just checking to see if you're going to fill in with some more theme music there. (laughs) This week, the technical is set by Paul. He tells us that it's quite methodical, this challenge. It's about precision. Mm. The bakers are challenged to make a Danish cornucopia which is a traditional Danish celebration cake, otherwise known as the Horn of Plenty. The classic horn shape is achieved by stacking rings of dough. The dough needs to be firm (laughs) on the outside, but chewy on the inside. The bakers have two hours, 15 minutes to complete this. And let me tell you, when I saw the thing on the table, I said, no way this is happening. (laughs) It looked crazy, right? I was like, this is not happening at all. It looked like a horn, like a straight up horn that's like standing on its own and it's piped. (laughs) I was like, no way. This is not happening. I was wondering, like, where can I buy this? Does this even exist? (laughs) Who would make this for me? (laughs) It looked crazy. Yeah, it looked like a, a sculpture almost. Like, it looked like it belonged in, like, a window. It did. <laughs> like, like I knew what a horn of plenty was, so I had an idea. But when I saw this thing on the table, I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, this is going to be interesting. So, yeah. So Paul says this is the perfect challenge. There's no flour in it. It's made with ground almonds. And once they've made the dough, they have to divide it and shape it like a cigar and taper the ends so that they bind together. 
Then when you do the cigar shape, you encourage a bit of a slope. And as you piece it together, the slope begins to curve. And that's how you get the shape. If they don't do it, it'll end up very flat and they won't get that depth. So the, yeah. ba the bakers may slightly struggle with the shape, but he hopes they don't struggle with the overall texture. But they definitely struggled with everything. <laughs> Dude, this was nuts, man. I don't, I don't know if Paul thinks too highly of them, but yeah, that's he was trying to make them make like architecture art with this. It was a 3D technical for sure. This is 3D. Yeah. They use the word 3D a lot. This is really 3D. Yeah. Yeah. So cornucopia cake. Um, speaking of struggle, I'm going to go over the bottom too. Okay. Uh, so fourth place and last place, we've had, we have Laura. <laughs> um, when they announced the technical, she says she's never heard of it. And at one point, she tells herself that she doesn't have a logical brain and she can't do this. Mm -hmm. and she has kind of like a breakdown uh, yeah she's kind of sad to see it was but but then uh, matt who we like more now <laughs> comes along <laughs> and he says you're gonna smash it or well, not literally don't go smash it literally and she goes i am clumsy <laughs> but uh matt put her back in good spirits um yeah she almost forgets the almond at one point but she takes out the oven is cracked uh, when she's making the caramel, she doesn't measure her sugar. She kind of just throws it in. And at one point, she even drops the structure. So when uh, it's presented during judging, it's just kind of laying there. It isn't really standing up at all. It's like it's like laying flat. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the judges say that it's a mess. The icing is terrible. The icing and chocolate are all over the place. And Prue says some very harsh things. She said... The baker didn't understand what they were trying to do. <laughs> and then they also said it's almost raw and almost everything went wrong. And then in the little after segment, she's like, I'm just glad that's over. So uh, pretty bad for Laura here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and second in last place, we have Dave, who is normally in last place. Right. <laughs> Come up. Is it? He was the last place in the second to go for like the last three or four episodes, which is crazy. And, um, he's getting better, you guys. He went from fourth place to third place. So, pretty good. <laughs> okay. uh, when they announced the technical, he said it must be like an amaretto biscuit that's quite not quite baked. And uh, when he's piping, I actually noticed that he has good piping skills, though. Mm -hmm. So, at least that made it look a little better. And he has trouble with the caramel, but it doesn't caramelize well. Right before um, the technical ends, he looks up and around and he says, oh, I should have looked around. <laughs> because what he, do what he was doing was, wasn't correct. And if he just looked around, he would have seen that, like, maybe Peter and Ermine had the better idea about how to do this. Which is a, it's a strategy. Oh, definitely. Can we talk about yeah. his presentation? Yeah, when the judges first see it, they kind of all laugh at it. Because it looks very phallic. <laughs> it's facing the wrong way. <laughs> yeah, it's facing the wrong way too. <laughs> but I mean, it looked it looked three D at least, right? It wasn't laying flat. It did. It did. Yeah. Uh, did I just notice right away? There's no chocolate. <laughs> right. <laughs> he just didn't put chocolate on, and he still got third place. Um, they they took a bite out of it. This is overbaked. It's bone dry. However, solid all the way through. So he gets third place. 
in the little after segment, he says, third isn't too great, but he had a good signature. <laughs> I, it's not fourth. Yeah? No, not last. But some would say, if you're not first, you're last. Rick and Bobby. Chicken bake. Ooh. I had a question to ask you. Uh, okay. Is Matt actually getting better, or... The bakers is, are getting worse. Or yeah, oh, okay, okay, hold on to that. Or is Matt all we've got now? Because it's not like we have witty banter between Lottie and Mark. It's not like Rowan's around yeah, anymore. That's is, true. is he getting I better mean, or is he all we got? I think he's getting we still have Noel and uh, Peter, which is always hilarious. True, true. He is getting yeah. he is getting better on his own, right? Matt. Yeah, I think he, I think he's getting better. Okay. Um Okay. And I mean, they've they've narrowed down his comedy zone, which is stuff on his head. I know, know? which which we didn't have this episode. I didn't see it. So he did, did good without it. it. Uh, no, I think yeah. yeah. It's like they Ooh. took the training wheels off. Yeah, they're like, all right, we can't put stuff in your head this episode to see how funny you are without stuff on your head. Yeah. And he was like, oh boy, I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> how he sounds. But he yeah. nailed it. He did good, right? Yeah, yeah, nailed it. Thanks. Okay, right. <laughs> all right. So now that I spent all my time talking about Matt, I'm going to skirt through the top two, pe- <laughs> the top two people. Skirt, skirt. And second place was Ermine. So Ermine had a little bit of a come up here. Mm-hmm. So Paul said that it was a nice shape. They did look overbaked. There's chocolate on there, which is good because apparently not everybody put chocolate on there, and it was fairly <laughs> neat. The icing is not very good, though, Prue said, because the whole idea of the icing is to come down the side so you can see it. And hers was kind of like on the inside. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Paul said that the flavor was okay, and it's softer than the others. And at the very end, Prue said this was so nearly there. The decoration was really awful, but it was nicely baked, and it was the right shape. Because hmm. I was pretty fearful for their teeth like when they were biting into Dave's. Yeah, it looked like they were biting into, like, cement or something. Yeah, yeah, like, you could hear it, right? Yeah. You didn't know if, if that was the cornucopia or Prue's tooth. The table. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, so that leaves first place, Peter. Peter. Peter is on it, your boy. Your yep. boy is... My boy. He's on fire here. So, during judging... Prue said that she was sure that there was the chocolate on there was kind of lying down, but she was sure that it was standing up at one point. Mm. Paul said the icing is much nicer. The graduation is okay, but there's no horn shape to it. The little ones are overbaked, and the top ones aren't. So then he gave a tip, which is future bakers, when you bake these, you can't bake them at the same time because they're different sizes, mm. which makes sense, right? Yeah, it does. Prue said it was good though, very chewy, and. Paul said that they're neat and there's chocolate on it. So apparently having all the <laughs> ingredients on it and having it together is worth a lot of things. Here. Yeah. So yep. at the very end, Paul says that you forgot to put the horn shape, but it was delicious. I look at them with the icing and he even managed to do some little nice swirls of chocolate on there, even though they weren't standing up. Well done. <laughs> so um, hard to yeah. judge. I mean, the last two technicals have been terrible. Like if you have anything remotely like decent, you're first place. This right. episode and last episode. Yeah. Yeah, and they, they did not do the bakers any favors. No, but um, that was an interesting 
thing that Paul brought up. Could you imagine if someone brought that to like a dinner party? I'd be like, what is that? <laughs> oh yeah, that's crazy. Do you yeah. do you like it though when they give these incredibly difficult challenges, or would you prefer them to give a easier challenge that everyone does well? I want to. I, I I don't like the challenges where they don't know what it is because then they're like, I just don't know what this is. Mm-hmm. I want to see the challenges where they're challenged to use like a certain like baking technique, mm-hmm. like that to do like intricate like um like uh chocolate tempering or something like that mm-hmm. i want to see more like harder techniques with maybe stuff that i don't i don't care that they don't know what it is i just want to see them like use like more advanced techniques in their baking mm. instead of guess, I, guessing yeah. guessing wrong I mean, every week yeah i guess this one was like structure the technique was trying to like be an architect and like structure it out well yeah i bet mark yeah, I with know. a c would have done well oh yeah hey bitch our sculptor. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, we don't get a roundtable, which is interesting. Because I'm like, who's in the bottom right now and who's in the top? Right. Obviously, Peter's in the top. Oh, yeah. He sure. got a handshake. He got first in the technical. And then in the bottom, probably Armin right now. No, Armin got second in the technical, though. Yeah, yeah. They're kind of all up together. I think it's... Yeah, because Dave got third in the technical, so but he probably did yeah. one of the better ones in the signature. Signature, so Laura did like mediocre in both. <laughs> no, she did she bad did, in the technical. She, she did worse. Yeah, she was fourth. Yeah, and she did mediocre in the signature. Yeah, so I would. I actually think Laura is at the bottom at this point. Like, I think it's yeah, yeah. Peter, Dave, Ermine, Laura, right now. Yeah, because in the showstopper, they're like. They go up to Laura and they're like, we hope you do well, <laughs> which is always like, if you don't do well, you're going to lose kind right. of like talk. But yeah, um, no roundtable. We get straight into the showstopper. So for the semifinal patisserie showstopper challenge, the bakers were tasked to make 25 cube shaped cakes that require precision expected in patisseries. Paul says, think Rubik's Cube. <laughs> <laughs> the bakers get four and a half hours, which Noel says, four and a half hours? That's really long. Um, which is kind of funny. Uh, Paul also says they're looking for precision, which is what he said in the signature. So Paul is using the same words over and over. <laughs> he also says it must be professional because it's patisserie week, which he also kind of said in the signature. I was like, Paul, did you do your homework? <laughs> what are you doing here? You're saying the same things over and over. <laughs> it must look good and it must taste good. Blah, 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 whatever. Um, Prue says the sponge has to look and be beautiful. And everyone's going to have to fight into the final, literally, because everybody uh, grabs ladders and start hitting each other with the ladders. Ooh. And then Macho Man Randy Savage comes out. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, there, there's no Macho in this round. Right. But uh, everybody does have like kind of a fight to get into the semifinal. Let's start with Dave. Dave is making a celebration of chocolate cube cake, which is very risky because it's a very hot day. Hot. Remind us, it's hot. Get that drip. Yeah, <laughs> Dave's coming through with that drip. <laughs> um, Dave said he loves chocolates, and uh, he is doing this cake because he wants to 
prove that he can work with caramel <laughs> again <laughs> after he didn't get it really right in the signature. Um, the celebration cake has coffee and chocolate biscuit stand, which looks pretty cool. That was really cool. Yeah. And then uh, the inside has white chocolate shell, a milk chocolate shell, and a dark chocolate shell. So three different shells. Shell, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of my favorite moments, maybe one of the funniest moments, is when he's making this, uh, this like cubic cake. And he looks to the camera and he says, I'm a square guy. That's pretty good. <laughs> He also gets very sweaty doing this because it's hot. When Dave is taking his uh, cake out of the mold, did you notice that he didn't just plop it out of the mold? He actually cut the mold. <laughs> yeah. He had a he had an exacto knife, and I was like, "Oh no, are, that's such a waste of the mold. You can't reuse it after that." Yeah, those are done. Yeah, but um, apparently that's okay. <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> so someone else did that too, right? Yeah, they got a big um, budget on this show. Actually, they, didn't they say something like Prue, <laughs> Prue supplied them or something? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Prue got money, you guys. Yeah. You do want to be her butler. <laughs> yeah. She's balling. Yeah. Balling out of control, that Prue. Uh, let's go to judging. Oh, actually, before judging, at the end of the show stopper, he looks at Peter and he's like, are you happy? I'm happy. And Peter goes, I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, this is this is the plot twist we were waiting for at the end of the <laughs> the bromance. Yeah, yeah, this is the bromance. Um, both the guys did really well this episode, I must say. Yeah, but uh, yeah, during judging, Paul says it looks great, it's neat, it's tidy, it's uniform, and uh, the chocolate's holding very well in the heat. Pierce says the caramel in the middle is delicious. It was done at the right melting point. And it was perfect. Paul says, you've approved a lot, David. I was like, well, he's calling him David instead of Dave. <laughs> <laughs> this is serious. Yeah. And then Paul calls it a triumph. And then in the little after part, uh, Dave's like, I'm so proud. Paul said it's a triumph. So mm -hmm. like, um, I guess when Paul's very proud of you, he uses your like more formal name. <laughs> yeah. Like when a kid gets in trouble. <laughs> But yeah, David did very well, David. <laughs> <laughs> did you notice that they were tasked to use at least 25 cubes? Oh yeah, 25 mini cakes. But yeah. if you're making a Rubik's cube, you can't like you have to use 27. Right? Uh so it's Oh man, I <laughs> It's like nine. I can't do math right now. <laughs> okay, you think about that while I talk about Ermine. <laughs> okay, yeah, let me okay. look that up real quick. <laughs> up next is Ermine, and she's making what I am recall. I am renaming her dish the worst of Ermine. <laughs> <laughs> she called it the best Ooh, of Ermine. I'm back from vacation. I'm calling it the worst of Ermine cube cakes. Ghost of Stymaker. So Noel comes up to her straight away and says, this is right up your street. If you can't pull yourself into the victory spot here, something is wrong. We learn that Ermine had a change of plans and that everything she's doing is new. And she changed her plans the morning before. So something is definitely wrong. Ghost of Starbaker. 
Yeah, when she, she was talking about this, I was like, this is terrible. I hope she doesn't. I hope she does really well because it sounds very terrible. Mm-hmm. The judges look kind of like disappointed. <laughs> they look very skeptical about the way she was talking about this. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. <sighs> so her cube cakes features two types of her favorite cakes. Coffee and praline mousse with a jacan sponge and a chocolate with cherry mousse topped with freeze-dried raspberry. We had a couple people mm-hmm. doing the freeze-dried raspberry here. Yeah. Yep. So during judging, Prue says it doesn't look great, does it? You know how Prue likes to talk in questions. Yeah. Like rhetorical and questions. And who is the winner? And who is the winner? Of the- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> admits that it's not her finest, she's afraid. Prue says the moose hasn't quite set. Paul said that the bottom is collapsing with the weight as it's melting as well. And yeah. that he tastes, it tastes more like raspberry than cherry. And he thinks that the outside with the raspberry on it is why. He, but he loves the flavor of that. Hmm. So he says that these do feel like panna cotta. It's really odd. Prue says it's really quite stodgy and bouncy. Paul said it's got too much gelatin in it. It's like a rubber ball. It's a shame. Mm. Prue finalizes by saying, to be honest, I'm really disappointed because she's so good at patisserie. And this, by her standards, is a failure. Yeah, I, I was pretty... It was heart, kind of heartbreaking to see. Oh, I felt bad for her, I mean. I did too. I didn't <laughs> yeah. expect this. But this I, is the opposite of what I expected. I when we were doing predictions last week, I was yeah. like, "Well, we can't choose Ermine because she just wants to start baker." But next week is patisserie week, and we know she's good at patisserie, right? So she might get star baker next week, and this is like the opposite of that, which is upsetting. <laughs> well, I mean, to be honest, I picked her to go home this week. So did you? I did. Oh, how did you know? It's the it's the storyline. They've been building her up as the patisserie person of the season. Mm. What better way to see her out than on patisserie? I'm the real story this season. Yeah. Remember <laughs> remember when Lottie went out on pantomime week? Yeah. <laughs> and Peter went out on guys in their twenty week. Yeah. <laughs> guys who's twenty guys who were born in the year two thousand. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's it's just hard to see. Her it mean. was, like, oh, man. I I really expected to see the best of her mean. Like you know what I mean. Like yeah. I think we all wanted to just see what she was gonna deliver. Yeah, I mean, it. We could just tell it was bad right when she was talking about like how she changed up the recipe because it didn't go well, and she was kind of freestyling. But was it as bad as our next baker? All right, so next up we have Laura. <laughs> Laura is making Black Forest Cube Cakes, which have Black Forest Cake with dark chocolate mousse covered with uh, a mirror chocolate glaze. And uh, she says this is her dad's favorite cake. She's using 24 sheets of gelatin for the mirror glaze. And for it to be successful, you must be able to see yourself in that mirror glaze and then question who you are and what you've done with your life. <laughs> that's deep <laughs> yeah um, she didn't say that oh. she also uses an exacto knife like Dave to uh, take her cake out of the mode destroying the, the mode itself and tearing it to shreds and uh, 
teaching a whole generation of bakers how to misuse their modes. <laughs> At one point, she's pouring the chocolate, uh, the chocolate glaze over her, her little cakes, and it gets all over the table, and there's a big giant mess. And I felt bad for whoever has to clean that up. Like all over it was the everywhere. Table. <laughs> yeah, it was all over the table. I was like, how did that happen? Don't, don't you have like a zone where you do that? <laughs> you just did it on the table. Apparently, uh, the chocolate did. Yeah, the chocolate, the chocolate did not stick. Like it, it her picture it looked like the chocolate was like coating the whole thing, and like it was like a mirror glaze. So like, right, it was nice and like shiny, but the chocolate looked like it was like, it looked like it just had like a brushing of chocolate in it. It didn't look like one color. It was like kind of translucent. It stuck to the counter. Yeah, it stuck to the counter too. It was kind of a mess, and uh, I was like, oh. Man, this is not not a good look. So during judging, the judges right away they're like, "This does not look good." Um, we were expecting professional this week, and uh, the chocolate did not turn out well. This doesn't look like uh, something that you would see like in like a cake shop, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Paul says, uh, "Maybe the heat has taken its toll." Prue says, "It's melting. It's still melting." And I was like, oh, "This is bad." But then they bite into it, and then M. Night Shyamalan comes in again to direct the episode, because then they, it's a twist ending. They love it. <laughs> they said the texture is good, the flavors are really good. Fru suddenly says it's absolutely delicious, and it's worth all the calories. Fru said it's worth eating all the calories to enjoy this. Mm. So they really went 180 on this, like, quick. <laughs> yeah. Um, Laura seems very uh, pleasantly surprised by this, and I'm like, "What just happened here?" <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Laura. Uh, I mean, I'm reusing what I said in the signature, and uh, what I said in episode one, and all that episodes is that it did not look good, but it tasted good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And in the beginning of this round, they're like, "It must look and taste good." <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so up next we have Peter. Young Peter. Okay, bear with me here. Peter is making a chocolate, raspberry, and pistachio cube cake. He has three different sponges, three different (laughs) mousses, three different glazes. So it's three different combinations of chocolate, raspberry, and pistachio topped with (laughs) pistachio praline and freeze-dried raspberry. This is the moment I knew Peter was back. Peter did not use those individual molds because he knew that they're hard to get out. So he used a square tin. And then he cut them into perfectly shaped cubes. This is the Peter that I love. So when it came to judging, Prue said that it's so lovely and so clever. Paul said that the overall look was quite effective because you've got a nice shine on all of them. It's set beautifully. The sponge and the mousse are gorgeous. It's really nice. And then Prue said, hmm, I thought she was going to have a Prugasm again, but it wasn't quite, it wasn't quite there. <laughs> she didn't quite reach it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Paul said the first one had a chocolate sponge rest. Wait, he didn't say this, but I made a note. Sorry. So the first, I was trying to do the math here. <laughs> The, the, so the first one, I think, had chocolate sponge, raspberry mousse, and pistachio glaze. 
And then the second one was raspberry sponge, uh-huh. pistachio mousse, and chocolate glaze. And then yep. Peter asked them to try the third one. And it reminded me of the time during Japanese week where Mark was having a rough review. And then he asked them to try his nine inch <laughs> cake. And then Paul said it was nearly like inedible. It's so, worse. Yeah. It's worse. <laughs> so the, the third one, like I said, was pistachio sponge, chocolate mousse, and raspberry glaze. And Paul said that that one quite disappoints him. But then he said he's joking. <laughs> so Paul's got jokes this, yeah. this episode. <laughs> Paul's got jokes. Yeah. Paul's funny, you guys. Prue said that she loved them all. And Paul said they're very clever and well executed. So I knew Peter was back. <laughs> The moment he used that tin instead of those pesky individual yeah. molds that everyone else was cutting away. So good on you, Peter. Yeah. Good job, Peter. Yeah, Peter killed this whole episode. Yeah, he was in the zone. The baby assassin is back, just taking out people. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right, we get a round table, and they say, um, in the round table, David and Peter, the boys, are doing really well. You're like, whoa, Dave came from nowhere. I was like, really? Did Dave really come from nowhere? There's only four bigger stuff, and you were talking about him this whole time. <laughs> but apparently, they mean he came from nowhere with the quality, like he came out of nowhere with the like being a contender, yeah, even though he made it this far, yeah, um. Yeah, Prue was like, I would like to give them both star bakers. <laughs> it's not possible. Have, have they ever done um, that? And then, co-star yeah. baker? No co-star bakers, right? No. Oh, okay. No, no co-star bakers. They sent two people home before. <laughs> <laughs> so they can do that. Um, yeah, they talk about who they're going to send home and who's in the bottom. They said Ermine and Laura. Um, Ernie, Ermine did better in the technical, but she disappeared. She dis- Disappointed very much in the the showstopper and Laura. So like, yeah, her showstopper didn't look good, but it tasted good. And Noah's like, isn't that like the fifth time that's happened? <laughs> Where <laughs> the did. showstopper, her like her bake like did not look good, but it tasted good. And she's been in the bottom two like a lot. So I was like, Noah was kind of saying what I was thinking. <laughs> but I mean. Would this be a tough decision for you? Someone who wants Star Baker, I guess if it, it depends on if you're looking at just this episode or the whole season, right? Right. I honestly because did not going know. into this, yeah, going into this, Ermin got Star Baker twice. Right. Yeah, in Star a row. Baker. Right. In a row. Yeah, and she was the only one that had gotten Star Baker twice. Right. So far. Yeah. And Laura has just been in the bottom two, like. It seems like every single episode for the last couple of episodes, but she always means, you know, she always does well enough with the flavor. Yep. Who, what did you think was going to happen? I had a feeling Ermin was going home. I just didn't know if they could really? do it. Yeah, you know what I, mean? I mean, like I didn't know if they could do it because she's like the most consistent. I mean, she's been called the most consistent baker by them. They listed all of her accolades at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, so they did. It just, I just didn't know if they could do it, and they did. Spoiler alert. I mean, it depends <laughs> on the rules. Like, 
if the rules say you have to judge each baker just based on the episode, then Nermine lost. But if like if you're trying to send the three strongest bakers into the final, then I think you would send Peter and Nermine only. <laughs> <laughs> no, Dave's good. He came out of nowhere. Whoa, Dave's here. Um Yeah, so they announced our baker and they say it's Peter, young Peter, who's doing really well. Um and he says this whole thing is surreal, it's bonkers. And then they announced he's going home and it was heartbreaking, but we kinda saw it coming, Ermin, which is very unpredictable. If you told me like last episode that Ermin wasn't gonna get Starbaker this week, I would have been surprised. Right, I did and tell then you if that. you would have told me <laughs> Oh yeah, you did tell me. And I was surprised. I was like, I Really? Were, yeah. That's your prediction? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, but I, 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 if I would have bet good money that she would have made it to the final, oh, definitely. and I would have lost money. <laughs> so it's a good thing that there's no like uh, Great British Bake Off like gambling website because I would have lost a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Um, I mean, says I didn't want to leave. Everything has a reason, and it's the right time for me. She's had a lot of happy moments and a lot of proud moments, and uh, very sad to see her go. Especially with, like, I think her expectations were that she would get to the final. Oh, yeah. I think we all thought she was. Yeah. So. And then we get some stuff on that. Our bakers talking about how they're happy to be in the final. Laura says, I can't believe it. It's sinking in. And Dave says, it's unreal. I can't believe it. And, uh, yeah, that's the episode. So just so we're clear, if you were putting people into the final, it would be Peter Ermin and Noel. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Okay, and Noel win. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> Noel win. Okay, okay. I, that's what I thought. I just want to make sure. I mean, he was talking about like Narnia. <laughs> he was talking about Narnia this episode. It was great. All right. Uh, shall we get into our funniest moments of the episode? Yes, let's. All right, right. What was your funniest moment? Okay, I'm gonna give Matt his due here. During the showstopper, he and Armin were talking, and Matt asks her, are you allowing yourself to think about being in the final yet? And Armin says, not quite. But there might not be any final if this doesn't go to plan, to which Matt quickly replied, well, no, there still would still be a final. <laughs> I thought that was so cold, but so good. Yeah, that was, that was pretty funny. That was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so. Matt came out of nowhere, just like Dave with the comedy. Yeah, she did say not for me, and he said not for you. And then he was like, do you want us to cancel the final if you're not in it? <laughs> so, I don't know. I thought that was a good exchange. Uh, good stuff. No. Yeah. How about that you? That was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, mine is also Ermine related. It's when, uh, I think she had like, was it peanut brittle that she was like blending in a blender? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then it made like a really loud noise, and then like the whole tent looked at her, and she just did like two thumbs up. <laughs> Yeah, she was doing that some problems. That, that sounds like something I would do. <laughs> yeah. Two uh, thumbs up. <laughs> yeah. What was your favorite bake of the episode? I think I would have liked to had the cornucopia, the sample one. <laughs> the one on the table. <laughs> <laughs> the Danish cornucopia on the table. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah. Um, I, I was gonna kind of go with that too because I just that thing looks crazy. It does. I have right? no idea how it tastes. Yeah. <laughs> I want I want to bring that to like a party and just blow everyone's minds. <laughs> should try to make one. But uh, yeah, I should, and it will be worse than what they did okay. for sure. Uh, I think I want to try Dave's Tequila Severn. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. I want to I want to eat a, a mango that looks like a rose. <laughs> yeah, good choice. Yeah. All right. Um, I guess it's time. It's time for final predictions. Mm-hmm. We just have to make one more prediction for yep. next week. Yep. Um, and we can't pick anybody, like as opposed to like we can't pick Star Baker. Sure. There's only three people going to next week. Sure. And uh, everybody's going home. Everyone's going home. So. I'm gonna stick to my guns here. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I pick Rowan. <laughs> <laughs> if he if he comes back for like an appearance in the episode, he's the winner of the episode. Yeah, I, but if not Rowan, then Peter, of course. <laughs> have they been quarantining them all this time so that they could come back at the end? I don't know. They showed like a clip of next week and uh, them like, like revealing the results and there is a crowd there but i don't know who's in that crowd if like I, if i was rowan and i lost like six weeks ago i would probably leave but rowan is rowan right you don't know what rowan's gonna do right he's been he's he been in the tent the whole time you know? he's been baking along with them they just <laughs> didn't show those clips right yeah uh, so i'm a big peter um I think the storyline for this season is that a boy who grew up watching like baking show right. and studying it can go on and can win the show. Mm-hmm. And also the other two bakers, not that great. Wow. <laughs> well, you've left me with no choice. The clear winner next week is Laura. It is. It has, really? It has to be. Why? Because she's still here <laughs> after all this time. <laughs> so do you think like this was like a, a gauntlet challenge for her? She just had to survive like all 10 weeks of it? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. It's hers. It's hers. Oh, I don't know. I, I, I think it's, I'm going to root for Peter all the way. That guy is funny. Let's go to the baking show betting <laughs> betting website. <laughs> oh yeah, let me uh, let me cash out my uh, my savings, and uh, I'm pretty confident about this. It's a good thing I didn't bet last week because I would have bet all Armin and lost. Right. But for next week, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna find out. All right. Yeah, one episode left, so <laughs> it's gonna be a tense week. Um, it's probably gonna be Dave, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, it'll probably be Dave. We're both wrong. Yeah. That's that's how it would work. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, listeners, um, we are excited to go into the final. It's gonna be sad that we only have one episode of Big Off left, right? And it's gonna be bittersweet to watch it, but uh, I'm excited to watch it. I can't wait to see who pops up. And see who's been hanging out in the tent. <laughs> Please let there be mimes. Please let there be yeah. mimes. Lottie, bring your friends. 
one more episode one more episode um as again thanks for listening and we will catch you next week take care